kids. Uh, did you guys get to see the kids singing last week? Was that awesome? Did you guys get to see that? No? Am I the only one that got to see? I know you were here. All right, so all right, that was great. But anyway, uh, so this coming Friday night, our Ridge Kids volunteers, they're having a Christmas uh, get-together, a little soiree, if you will. Uh, they always get together around this time at Christmas just to appreciate those volunteers and things. And so as a church, as a congregation, uh, for those of us who don't serve in Ridge Kids, maybe you have a kid that is down there and they're learning about who Jesus is and they're experiencing all that. We want to be able to help them since they so, thank you, Tim, since they so generously help us out uh, every single week by just sharing the gospel with our kids. And so if you're, we're looking for like five or six people to come on Friday night at 6.30, be here for just a couple of hours to help do child care for the kids of our Ridge Kids volunteers. And so they're so generously giving to us and serving us and, and serving you as a parent. And so we can give back a couple of hours to them, uh, I hope. So if that's something that you could help out with on Friday night, uh, we will look for ways to generously serve you as well, even in that. And so if you could uh, just take your Connect card and, and go ahead and do it right now, because don't wait till the end of the service, but take your Connect card and just put your name and your email or phone number down there and say, hey, I'll help out Friday night. It'll be from like 6.30 to about what, 8? 30, about 9 o'clock, okay, so, uh, so that would be a huge help to them, and, and uh, just to me as a pastor as well, uh, so I, I would love for you guys to be able to, to help out with that, so please uh, do that, don't make me have to come look for you uh, tomorrow, because I will, all right, so um, let's, uh, let me say this as well, uh, next, I mentioned this last week, but uh, coming up here in a couple of weeks, uh, we have our Christmas Eve Eve services, and uh, we do this every year. We, we get together on December the 23rd just to celebrate Christmas and the arrival of Jesus together, and so we start with Advent leading up four Sundays out from Christmas, and so we're in this Advent season now, and then that all sort of uh, comes together on December the 23rd and actually December the 24th as well for us. So uh, this year, we're doing our Eve Eve services right here at the building. Uh, there's going to be all kinds of things happening and going on, and so on the 23rd, we We've got a service at 5 o'clock, we have a service at 7 o'clock, and uh, Ridge Kids will be having something special for the kids as well, so that'll be going on. Uh, that's why we, instead of doing it at the Grove like we normally do, that's why we're actually coming back here to do it uh, this year, is because we want to actually be able to do something special for uh, our kids and, and have something exciting for them going on as well. And so there'll be all kinds of things happening with hot chocolate, and I think we're going to have some s'mores and some fire pits, and it's going to be just a whole big deal going on on the 23rd, so 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock here, and then we'll have another service on the 24th that morning. It's a Sunday, so Christmas Eve is on a Sunday this year, so we'll be having a service at 10 o'clock then. And so there'll be some invite cards out at Ridge Central Table starting next week and some save-the-date cards if you want to use that for that uh, next week, so you can grab one of those and hand those out and start to invite uh, your friends and uh, family and loved ones to Christmas Eve Eve here at Ridge Church. Really excited about that. So uh, let me do this. Let me pray for just a moment, and then we'll jump in to our new Advent series. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for uh, this time together. God, we thank you that, uh, Lord, you have just, um, that you've brought us here, that your presence is among us. God, we pray that we open up your word, God, that it speaks deeply to us, uh, God, and, and just fills us with uh, all the goodness and joy and grace and love and mercy that you came to give us. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Well, if you have a Bible, open it up to Luke chapter 2 this morning. Luke chapter 2, scripture will be on the screen behind me as well, so you can follow along there, or your version Bible app, 
if you have that, if you don't have it, it's free, and you can just go to the App Store and look for Bible, and it should come up as the Version Bible app, and you can follow along right there as well, and whatever translation you choose uh, to look at. Uh, N.T. Wright, he is a um, uh, theologian, and he once wrote this. He said, Christmas, Christmas is God lighting a candle. And you don't light a candle in a room that's already full of sunlight. You light a candle in a room that's so murky that the candle, when lit, reveals just how bad things really are. And I, I love that quote from him as we start the Advent season, especially as we uh, light candles each week uh, leading up to uh, the celebration of Christmas, the celebration of the arrival of Christ, if you will. And so the celebration of Christmas is, is centered around this truth, the truth that Jesus Christ came into a broken world to reconcile it, to bring it back together, to bring back to wholeness what has been broken. And as the angel would say when she gave the name of Jesus to Mary, Emmanuel, God with us, that Jesus would come to save sinners from their sins. And so that's why we celebrate Christmas. That's why we gather around. And we do all kinds of other things around Christmas this time of year. And none of those things are bad. I think they're all good. Like, I, I enjoy a lot of things about Christmas. I enjoy the, the food around Christmas. I enjoy the, uh, the get-togethers around Christmas. I, I, in some kind of weird way, I, I, I even uh, sometimes enjoy crowds. I don't know why. Like, normally I don't. I don't know what it is. But uh, only if they're nice crowds. If they're bad crowds, I don't want to be around them. But... Um, like, I just, so many things around Christmas. Eggnog. Like, I love, I know I tell you guys this every year, I love eggnog. And inevitably, like, 20 of you will get me eggnog. And so then I, I'll gain, like, 30 pounds. But that's okay. That's all right. So, uh, but I love eggnog. Like, I love those things around Christmas. But one of the things that I love most about Christmas is I, I love the movies. Anybody else like Christmas movies? Anybody watch Christmas movies already so far this year? All right. That's okay. You can admit it. That's all right. Like, some of you are afraid, like, you're going to get shunned or something. Like, because it's only December, like, 3rd. And so you're like, should? Uh, not be watching Christmas. Yeah, we've watched Christmas movies, I think, since like the end of October. So um, it's, it's kind of like that in our house. But so let me do this. Ha on the count of three, I want you to tell me your favorite Christmas tree. You ready? One, two, three, go. I have no idea what you just said, but that's all right. That's all right. Like, Wonderful Life. All right, there we go. Wonderful Life. That, that, that's a good one. Or uh, there's, there's so many good ones. There's a lot of great Christmas movies uh, out there. And so Christmas brings all kinds of things like to our attention. You know, we, we do things, we shop, we, we do all kinds of things. That we, we give gifts, we spend time with family together, we watch movies, we have a good time, and, and all that stuff. And that, that's the way that it is for a, a lot of people, but even for some of those people and even a, a good majority of people, um, Christmas, uh, Christmas can be about all of those things, but all of those things sort of get pushed way down. Because Christmas, uh, Christmas can be the opposite for some. Uh, for some, Christmas uh, is about dealing with grief. Uh, for others, uh, Christmas is about dealing with loss. Christmas can sometimes be about dealing with mistakes or brokenness, uh, maybe even loneliness in some ways. Um, Christmas can even be, for, for many, about unmet expectations, whether it be unmet expectations for just that particular season or unmet expectations in life in general or, or just 
particular things and situations and circumstances uh, even in their lives. And the truth is, is that some of you feel those things this morning. Some of you feel those things, and as we get closer and cl- closer to Christmas, those things begin to, they be- begin to compound, and they begin to be- get heavier and heavier. And for some, Christmas is one of those seasons where you just take a deep breath, hold on really tight, close your eyes, and just wish that it would get over with. Thankfully, thankfully, I believe this, that there is so much more to Christmas than what we've been sold that Christmas should be about. We've been sold that, that Christmas should be about, you know, gifts and movies and all those things. And, we, and those, again, those things are fun and those things are okay and, and, and we do those things and we have fun with those things. But if we get caught up in just those things, then we miss what Christmas is all about. And I, and I say this every single year, but I truly, truly mean it. One of the reasons why we do Advent leading up to Christmas is because I don't want any of us to wake up on December the 26th, knee-high in wrapping paper, and go, what just happened? Like, to miss all of what Christmas is really all about. To miss all of what Jesus came to give us and to do for us and, and to make this season for us about. <clears throat> and so I want to read a few verses for us this morning as we sort of just lay a foundation for uh, for Advent together uh, this morning. And so in Luke chapter 1, you have, uh, you have a lot of things going on, but Jesus, uh, we have the arrival or the beginning, the announcement of Jesus coming uh, to, to us. And the angel, as Chris uh, pointed out to us earlier, the angel has come and announced to uh, Mary and to Joseph that, that they would have this child and, and that they would name him Emmanuel, meaning God with us. This, this would be Jesus, the Savior of the world, and so this angel tells Mary that she's going to have a, a baby, you know, and which is kind of weird since they never, um, you know. And so anyway, like it just like one of those weird things, right? But it's one of those miraculous things. It's one of those things that that has happened, and and for Mary, it's confusing in some ways, but then in other ways, it's such a, an amazing thing. She's going to have a baby. It's going to be the savior of the world. And the angel tells her that you will have a child and he will be from God himself and you will name him Emmanuel. And so in Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 8, there's the announcement begins to go out beyond just Mary and Joseph and begins to go out uh, to the shepherds who are out in the field. And this is one of those small passages of Scripture that I think we're, we're very familiar with. And, and we read it every year, and maybe you look at it around Christmas time every year, and, and we can become so familiar with things that we miss it so much. And so I want us to just slow down for just a second and let this sink into us. Verse 8, it says this. It says, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field." keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. I don't know that we can even begin to picture in our minds what this scene looks like, but in some way, in some weird way, it kind of reminds me of, of back when the eclipse happened. 
how everything was just dark and, and night all of a sudden. But then as soon as things started to shift, like it just began to get really, really bright again. I, the other day I was, uh, actually the other night I was, uh, lights were off in the house and I was walking, walking through the house on my way to bed and, and I took my phone and, and I flipped my, my light on, on my phone, but I had my phone turned around and it was shining like at, at, at my eyes when I turned it on for some reason. I don't know what, why I did that, but it was like so bright and it, it literally blinded me. I don't know if you've ever done that or not. Uh, I, I would not suggest it. It's not good. And, but it literally blinded me like it was so bright. It was just right in my eyes. And, and so when I picture this scene, like I picture light flooding into the eyes in the same way. Like it's, it's night, it's dark, it's quiet, and then all of a sudden everything erupts and it's just as bright as it could possibly be. But it's not bright because the sun is out. It's not bright because uh, a particular spotlight has been shown. It's bright because of the glory of the Lord being in the night. And this is what Christmas is all about. It's about light invading the darkness and igniting everything with light. And it goes on. And the angel said to them, verse 10, it says, Fear not. Kind of hard, like it's a bad time to say that. Fear not, the angel says, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. Good news of great joy. If you highlight or circle things in your Bible, that would be a great phrase to highlight there. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Good news that will bring great joy. And so as Chris alluded to earlier this morning, we're going to be talking about joy and how Christmas, Christmas brings joy. It's a message of joy because Jesus would be the Messiah, the one who would come to save sinners from their sins. 